tell, tell people the name of your company, how the name of that company started from your investment strategies and kind of what you're doing this for. Yeah. Uh, name of the company is 10 by 30 estates PLLC P for professional limited uh, liability company. I don't know. The P is not really important, but it, it was there at the time. <laughs> what 10 by 30 uh, means is, is really me trying to accumulate 10 properties by the age of 30. All right, guys, welcome back to the Happy Agent Podcast. Uh, Jeff Beggins here. I'm hosting with you with a couple of my co-hosts, my, my brother. Greg Beggins here. Hi, guys. Hey, in my fancy Puma. office over there. He is. He's got a nice view down there. <clears throat> and Mike Puma wearing his um, BE3 garb over there. Right. And we've got a really unique podcast for you today um, with Martin, Martin Domoski. And... Um, he is from our Sarasota offices, Longboat Key offices, and he's got a whole different background and with his family background, growing up, um, not in the U.S., um, very early age, grew up here. So, Martin, kind of bring us through your, your background, your story, kind of where you, where you came from. And um, you were, you're, it's great because you were able to start in real estate as early as they allowed you to start in real estate and kind of what's happening yeah. there. So, let's, let's kind of turn it over to you. Let's get started over there. All right. Well, um, I started off, you know, as a baby coming from Macedonia. I was um, brought up in New Jersey, a uh, year old when I came to the States and lived up, you know, north, south Jersey for, for um, up to a couple of years and then went back to Macedonia for high school. I got the opportunity, actually, was lucky enough. My parents granted me that, you know, um, a vacation. Who, do, you know, who really lives... <laughs> alone during high school. Um, but I got to experience that. And um, after high school, my parents, after the crash, came down to Florida. They are in the real estate business themselves. And um, they just, you know, were here for a little bit after the crash, like I said. And I had moved in to one of their apartments to start my, you know, ventures down here. Now, so, did, you get, did you have dual citizenship? I do. You do? Okay, cool. So that's how you're able yeah. to go back there and take advantage of that. How yeah, was I was, that's, uh, it was amazing. I mean, it's very different. The culture, um, you know, the mentality, the different things to experience and do and, you know, different rules and regulations. So personally, it was a great experience, um, very different, but I'm, I'm happy to be back in the U.S. and, you know, somewhere where you can make the real money. So, so, so hold on a second, because I need to clarify this. So in high school, you lived on your own? Yeah. Well, I can say my sophomore year, I lived alone. Um, I didn't really live alone with my godfather. And then my junior and senior year, I did live alone, paid my own bills in high school. Um, you know, uh, I, I was making, I guess, 300, 400 bucks a month from my parents <laughs> to make <laughs> live, you know, to buy food and stuff and get to school and whatnot. But um, otherwise, yeah, totally alone. I don't think I would have ever gone to class ever if I lived by well, myself during high school. <laughs> it never would have been. Yeah. And you're right. I did have a lot of missed attendances during class. <laughs> class time. It's, it's that lack of accountability that it's, starts creeping into yeah, your alarm clock. Right. My phone died the night before. You know? Exactly. <laughs> so just, just for curiosity's sake, because how, what's the ma what would you say the major difference is from, from Macedonia 
um, to the U.S.? How would you classify it if you had just had to simplify it into one big difference? Well, uh, one one big difference is the size of everything. <laughs> you know, just the size of everything. You walk into a Walmart here, you don't see anything as big as a Walmart there. You know, you drive four-lane streets here in Bradenton. Over there, it's, you know, you can hardly cross each other on the road. <laughs> so, uh, very different, very different. You know, just definitely in regards to big things versus little things. Yes, and thinking, too, because I think what, what we were talking about earlier is you came and you've, you've been fortunate to be growing up with uh, entrepreneurial um, background with your family. And so you've right. seen what it takes, the, the hard work and the goods, the bads, the uglies, the screwing up deals, losing money, Absolutely. making money, having, having bad things happen. You know, it's part of life. But you've been able to see that. So I think you had a, a pre-taste of that. So, Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So you're, so you're the, the U.S. baller hanging out by himself, big pimpin in Macedonia in your own private apartment. And then graduation comes, you're done. You're, you're heading back. Parents are now back in the States. And um, so now you fly back over. What's the life now like? You got a real estate license oh, at age 18? Yeah, right away I, I got the real estate license. I mean, not right away, you know, quite a couple of jobs before that. But um, my dad introduced me to real estate, really saying how, you know, he has had friends in the business that, that made an awesome killing. Um, and uh, that's, you know, my drive was money from the start and, that it drove me to get my real estate license. Honestly, it was, it, you know, not, not just the money. I mean, the, the flexibility, all of it, all of the above, you know, all the above that you don't have with any other job. So um, that's what, that's what drove that. So now you're in your old crusty age of 23 <laughs> and um, right. <laughs> so, yeah. and Craig, we were just going through some stats. Let's just fast forward to the production that he's done already. And this is just halfway through the year. During the pandemic. During the pandemic. Twenty-four open contracts, eleven pendings, and twelve closings so far. And we got him mobile today because he's going to go check out the second property that he just bought. And so, so it's it's pretty interesting because this is a, a a really great testimonial to having goals, working your butt off because you work your butt off, but you have a reason why, right? And I I think it's kind of cool on this. And what's the tell tell people the name of your company, how the name of that company started from your investment strategies and kind of what you're doing this for. Yeah. Uh, name of the company is 10 by 30 estates PLLC P for professional limited uh, liability company. I don't know. The P is not really important, but it, it was there at the time. <laughs> what 10 by 30 uh, means is, is really me trying to accumulate 10 properties by the age of 30, um, you know, for future, f future financial freedom, you know, um, and so what's your criteria? You want each property to roughly three, four, five hundred dollars a month, or more? To make off them, mm -hmm. my, um, you know, if I if I do end up making or drawing, you know, a clean slate between what the tenant pays and the mortgage and the other stuff, you know, liabilities within the property, I I'd say personally, if I'm making one to two hundred. I'll be fine as long as I'm not the one paying the mortgage, as long as someone else is covering that. You know, um, I see it where, you know, when you get a $20,000 check in a day, it's a lot better than, you know, 20000 a year, you know, yeah. and um, how I see it <laughs> no is if, 
Yeah, if you were going to pay off a $300,000 house and you weren't paying it off in three years, you can sell it and you can make whatever you've paid off. Well, whatever someone else has paid off <laughs> if you needed that liquid, you know, or whatever, however. So I'm flexible. I mean, as long as I have someone paying my mortgage and I, I'm not, you know, it's not my liability. Um, that's, that's the main goal. And that's where those numbers will show for me in the future. Yeah. So this is interesting to me though, because financial freedom, just, just what, what's the definition of that to you? Cause everyone's got a kind of a different one. What does that mean to you? Um, well, lots of paid off assets that bring money. Okay. So paid off assets that bring you in money. So debt free. Debt free. Right? Yeah. Or, or not really debt free, but, um, burden free. Because right. it's okay to have debt. That's not bad as long as right. somebody else is paying it for you. Exactly. Right? So yeah. you don't want to be encumbered by things. You want to make sure people, other people are paying that. Because the reality of it is, Craig, we talk about this all the time. The, the, the game is how much money does it cost you to live right now? So your lifestyle at 23 is as fun as it is, is probably the smallest nut you're ever going to have in your life, right? As far as what it costs you to live. So Ballpark, you don't mind sharing that. What does it cost you on a monthly basis with your car, with your insurance, with your gas, with your rent, with your food, with going out, with some entertainment? Like, what's your normal monthly nut? You know, um, monthly out, uh, obviously, I'm only 23. I haven't haven't gotten to uh, see that fluctuate a lot. But um, with, with business expenses and mostly focusing on business expenses to grow the business, um, I do reach from eight to ten thousand dollars a month that I spend totally on everything. Perfect, right? And that's that's a great thing. Well, a, I'm very glad you know that because a lot of people it takes a lot longer to come up with that answer. So for you, eleven thousand a month is positive, right? So as long as you're bringing in the ten, you're covered. Your business yep. expense now, now that goes into how you're marketing your business, which we'll talk about that in a little bit too. But right. that's all in. So financial freedom to you is eleven grand. Right, because then your tens covered, and then you have a little extra. So that's the interesting part. And then as you're building these inventories in this in this rental income property, and I think you told us a goal earlier of what you wanted to have free cash flow a monthly basis is 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 a pretty cool amount. Yeah, twenty grand a month. So his vision board right now at his age of twenty three is he envisions his life with everything paid for but still 20 grand a month coming in through, through into his bank account, which gives you a lot of flexibility and freedom to hit some of your passions, which I think is pretty cool. What, one of the ones that you're doing, you're talking about how you just got some lessons for something fun to follow your passion. Let's talk about that for a little bit. Right. Yeah. Um, I've always loved airplanes as a kid. My, my room was airplanes only. <laughs> that's, that's all I would listen to, you know, watch plays airplanes. So uh, my parents never really, engaged me into lessons or anything like that. They never thought it was something that I should do, but um, following my hobby dream, <laughs> you know, I, I am starting to take um, lessons and, and fly different kind of little uh, single prop engine airplanes um, and living up to my dream. It's just something I love to do. And it's so much fun being able to pay for it myself and do it as much as I want. I love it. That's, do you one day want to have your own or do you, are you happy to try to? Oh, absolutely. Um, just like a house, a little Cessna is a goal. And if you guys didn't know, and if you were into airplanes, <clears throat> a lot of these smaller um, businesses that do offer lessons will take in your airplane 
to, you know, fly it around with other people. So again, that's another asset in the future. If you can pay it off that way, <laughs> that's why right. not? So yeah, that, that's smart. So let's talk about, I, I love the foundation. You have the goals and you've got the work ethic. You have the drive, you have the background, you have some DNA, which are all amazing things to, to stock on your asset sheet to go forward. How are you building your business? So for those who are watching, we have people watching literally from all over the world in this podcast, which is fantastic. And people in different stages. So you're 23, which a lot of people say you got this young punk, right? Doing this stuff. But you, you are really, you're serious about this business and you've got an unbelievable amount of, of production. How are you getting your business? It's not from being in business forever. You don't have a huge, huge sphere. You haven't been doing this for long enough to have a ton of repeat in business. So you got to hustle. Yeah, I do. I do hustle. Um, I do a lot of side work, <laughs> you know, uh, my own work, my own, my own stuff that I think will make me grow. Um, really just focusing on acquiring the most clients that I can um, any way possible is one thing I really focus on because the more people I know, the more people um, share my information with others that they know. So that's, that's one thing. Um, another big thing with, with my business is following up. I don't hesitate to ever follow up, even if it's a week after closing, two weeks after closing, you know, always following up on any given holiday, you know, even if it's a Sunday and I'm happy, I'll follow up with my entire text list, you know? Um, and that, that's, that's something that's really brought me to where I am is my follow up. Not, not, only is it acquiring those clients, but when I acquire them, I put them into different kind of, um, uh, I should say, uh, folders and when, where they're getting emails and texts from me and, and follow-up calls and stuff like that, that, that I, I truly do. And, um, you know, like, like the other day, I, I have my, my place that I'm moving out of for rent. <clears throat> and um, I had a lady come by. She's not going to rent it, but... We, we kicked off great and I followed up with her the next day and I gave her a present, you know, and uh, ends up she already sent me three people that are moving down from New York that are her friends that need a place in the next six months. <laughs> you know, so just just really giving my all to people and, 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 and trying to take their trust in a way, you know, is the most important thing. Well, I'll give you credit because I get, I get emails from you all the time. Every yeah. time you get a new listing, I see it in my email. Every time there's a holiday, I get something from you. You're really good at it. Yeah, that's yeah. really helping a lot. I do as well. Um, it's one thing I was talking to Jeff about before we had you on. I said, you know, he's probably the best I've seen in our company at consistent touch points. Um, you know, whether and what I like about it is when it's consistent, it doesn't come across as salesy. You know, 99% of the stuff I get from you is just content-based, right? Which is something I preach to all 400 agents, yet I have about five that do it, and you're one of them, who actually do the proper drip campaigns, who are pushing out content, who are just delivering value. And when you do that on a consistent basis, it's just you, right? It's just another email from Martin, got it. And you're exactly. just constantly top of mind. Oh, I meant to so, talk to him about something. Yeah, it just, you know, it's just that, oh, yeah, I meant to email him, and boom, now it's that, it's that contact. So, you know, everyone's life is busy, and that's one, one thing I've noticed for sure that you've executed on extremely well are those drip campaigns and just the touch points and constantly staying top of mind. It's been a blessing with that stuff. And then, well, I think what, you, what, what I really like is that you realize that this business is just about talking with people. 
and you'll take anything. If you, if you look at the listings that you have, and I mean this in the best way, you're here to help people and you're here and you understand the lifetime value of a customer is 130,000 bucks. So I don't care if it's a $110,000 beater, right? You're, yep. you're taking it and you're treating it just like that's it's right. a $20 million beach house and, and longboat, right? Yep. You're just, you're doing it. And that's what's, that's what really, really is making a huge impact for you because you're giving everybody the ultimate level of trust and care and you're treating everybody like they're golden. And a lot of people don't do that. There's a saying, we had an agent tell me once, she says, she worked in the lower price ranges over in St. Pete. She says, Craig, the secret to my success is I made a lot of people wealthy and they took me with them. And I said, what does that mean? She said, well, I sold them a house for 85,000. And they lived there for five years and they sold it for 150,000 and they bought a 230,000. And they were there for a few years and they sold the 230 for 280 and then they bought a 350. So that cycle of business, isn't that a great story? I made a lot of people wealthy and they took me with them. Here, here's the here's punchline though of this for me that that I think I hope viewers take away from Martin and from this podcast is Martin has a clear goal, right? He has this goal of, hey, I want to I want to create this level of income because it's going to allow me to do these things, right? And then he's aligned his business with those goals, right? Because to your point, Jeff, he's taking everything, right? Now, we could argue, and there are some agents that have been really successful or have really nice businesses that say, you know what, I only take these. I only do high-end listings on the beach, and I don't touch anything else, right? And that's not, it's not that this is right or wrong. That works too, but depends on your goal. If you only want to do a few transactions, you can be very, very set in particular. If you have bigger ambitions about how much level of income and how much, you know, how you're trying to grow your business. And he said earlier, I want to get as many clients under my belt as possible so I can live off that referral business. And he has to take everything. Well, right? 24 deals in the first six months. months. That's pretty damn, it's tracking 48. Yeah, that's awesome. Right. But that's not for everyone. So my point is, if you're watching the key here that, the reason Martin has been so successful, the reason he has 24 deals is because he's very clear on what he wants to get out of it. I want to do these number of deals so I can produce this level of income so I can go do flying lessons so that I can acquire 10 properties and so that I can have 20,000 of clear cash flow. That's very, very persistent, consistent, clear what I want to have happen, right? And then when I know that, now I can go out and build a business that's going to allow those things to happen. And that's exactly what he's done. So it's very important that if you're watching this, you just need to get very clear on what you want to have happen and then make sure that you're building a business that aligns with that. And he's done an extremely good job of that. What I think is pretty interesting here is that it's, you know, we always say this game is easy, right? It's the simplest game in the world. All you need to do is figure out what you want. And then we joke around and say, fuck how, right? And it doesn't matter how the business is going to come to you because it really doesn't. You just know that you're, I know for sure you're going to have 20,000 bucks of free cash flow rolling in. You're going to have 10 properties. You're going to have more than 10 properties by the time you're 30. You're only 23 now and you're, you're crushing it. Right. But so you, that's going to happen, but you don't even have to worry about it because you're up every day talking with people and you don't select who you're talking with. You're here to help. You're here to serve. You've got that mentality and the money's just going to flow but it's going to flow to you to that level that you want. Now this, that 
I mean, let's take this with a, a grain of salt. If you are clear on what you wanted, the flow would be there, but it would be less. Correct. And if your flow, once you start, once you get to 20 grand a month and you say, I want 40, that's going to flow to 40. But it, right. that, it's the funny little thing about this little universal secret power thing. Whatever you get committed to actually wanting to happen, it just happens, right? right. If you work every day and if you treat people well, right? That's, that's kind of the of universal that. world. That's it. So we were talking, let's do a little spitfire from 24 deals. Rattle off some of the sources of business that have worked for you so far. There's just this year alone. Like, where do they come from? Uh, you know, like I said before, doing things, you know, apart from what, what Century 21 Beggins does for the agents and the lead sources, you know, um, online leads, you know, stuff like that is big, uh, not so big, but you know, it, it's, it's, it's another source of, of clientele. Um, past clients have been awesome uh, because I, I was able to provide awesome service. People reach out to me all the time. Um, actually, most of my deals this year have been past clients. And um, I've had a couple of deals this year where people were selling and buying again, you know, uh, upsize, downsize stuff. Um, my farm, my farm's another one that um, I've gotten listings out of. I've gotten um, to know other people out of my farm that aren't selling, but share other information with me that helps me grow my business. Um, and, you know, other things out there, like just trying to meet other people and, and honestly just provide the best service. Like you guys said, it's the biggest thing. And, and just the trust part of it is everything in real estate. So it's gotten me a lot of, a lot of clients, you know, when you go out and show one house from a Zillow client um, and, and they expect you to be that one agent that doesn't really care. But when you do step down and put your foot and, and, and talk to them about everything that can help them get the house or whatever house is out there, you know, it really helps. So it does. And I know we talked earlier, we got just listed calls and flyers. You've got just listed mailings. You got just sold mailings. Yeah. You got flyers and farm mailings that are going out there. You're banging on FISBO doors. It's by owners expires. You got some investors. That's what I love about this is you, you're casting your net out and we always say everything works and it does, but yeah. your business model right now is not to niche down. Yours is to niche out, right? Yeah. Because you just want a broad ass band. You, I mean, you've got time. You don't have um, a lot of time constraints now. You could do whatever you want. You can work as early as you want to and as late as you want to, um, right? You have the family thing going at the moment. So you've got a lot of flexibility with your time to do what you want to do. And then when you're not working, you can jump in the airplane and schedule your trip and, and have the cash flow. So it's a, it's a nice lifestyle, but, but it's by design. It's by design. So I think it's, I think it's great. Plus you've got the ability to reach out to a lot of people um, all over the world. We got what Bulgarian or what other language are you speaking? Bulgarian, Serbian, Croatian, Macedonian. And you can get in enough trouble speaking Spanish to get yourself a drink. And, I could speak and, Spanish, and yeah. <laughs> Shout away which from is, I forgot a lot. <laughs> so. Which, you know, guys, that just adds more credibility because it shows a drive. You didn't have to learn all of those languages. You did, right? And that just shows you don't have to learn about as much real estate, but you do, right? You don't have to try all the different sources, but you do, right? It's just a testament to how you're willing to keep bettering yourself and getting better and growing and, and, and just serving a little bit more. So and it, it's great. So from a, from a social media perspective, uh, Mike, you touched on it a little bit, dig a little bit deeper as to how are you scaling yourself and your reach out through, 
through social? What do you find? What's kind of your strategy and how's that working for you right now? Social media is something I have to work more on, uh, you know, just have a more presence of, I, I don't think that I, I really dedicate much time to it except for my Facebook business page or my Instagram business page that don't bring me any clients, but just keep my clients and past clients a part of my life, I guess. Um, which is a great thing. You know, everyone comments, everyone, uh, loves to text me and, and, you know, touch base and, and ask for a lunch or a dinner or whatever, but social media, um, haven't been present on it. All I do is really my just listed, just solds, um, and not really any kind of true videos or anything like that. Um, I I've had past tries here and there, but just been too busy really with, with, with business and haven't, haven't had the chance to expand that branch. <laughs> so. so, and I'm glad you, I, I appreciate the honesty on that part because the other things are working um, very well for you, but what you, what he's doing is still putting all of his just listeds and just solds guys. That's, that's 20, that's 15 listings, 24 sales, right? 11 pennings and 12 closings going on there. And that's a lot of activity to post down. So you may not think that that's that relevant, but when people do see you and they refer to you and they say, hey, call my friend Martin, and they just hit you up on Facebook or Instagram and see what you're doing, you're relevant, you're real, you're professional, yeah. and, and you're productive, right? So you're pre-selling yourself by doing that. So, so don't sell it short that you're just, you don't have a major campaign going. Your campaign right. is just equaling real estate. So when they think about you, Real estate is something that's really popping up in your mind there. And here, and here's here's why that strategy works though, right? And and this is something that I think a lot of people really struggle with. Is I, I was having a conversation with an agent yesterday, and she emailed me and she said, "Hey, I I want to start a blog, right? And um, I've been looking into it. I have a website ready. You know, should I do this?" And I said, "Well, it's very easy to get a website. It's very easy." either write or have a blog created for you, right? That's the easy part. My question for you is who's going to go to it? How are you going to drive traffic to it? Because at the end of the right. day, people have to go see it, right? And so the same thing with social. If you have social and you're going to rely on social to drive the business, people still have to go to the page. People still have to go to your profile. People still have to go to it, right? You still need to drive traffic. So what Martin has done is said, you know what? I'll have stuff there but I'm going to go drive traffic by doing things physically, whether it's texting, whether it's calling, whether it's his drip campaign, whether it's, you know, just talk, going to a bar and talking to people, whether it's calling investors, he has his game plan. And that ultimately, even though he's probably not viewing it this way, that's his traffic source, right? That's driving traffic in because now when that investor says, who is this guy? They don't need to go and see, at Martin's entire life history. What they want to see is, is he a human being? And then what they're really seeing when they go there is, oh, wow, he's got a lot of pending business or he's got a lot of just recently sold business. All right. It validates his expertise in the market. Resume. Right. And so that, yeah, it's his resume. And so that, that strategy works. Now that strategy wouldn't work if Martin wasn't doing all the other things and then was like, well, social doesn't Absolutely. work. Well, yeah, it doesn't work because you're not posting enough content because that's that content that's going to drive the traffic. So ultimately, you have to drive traffic. He's doing that through his other efforts. If you're not doing the other efforts, this strategy won't work. And so that's, that's the biggest disconnect I see in a lot of agents. But 
if you watch closely, that's why this this will work for him, and it'll work for you if you're putting in the work elsewhere. I also notice you get a lot of reviews. What's your process for getting reviews from your customers? Um, first, making sure you want to send them one. No, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> really, really, just uh, letting them know that it's it's an important part of my business, you know, and, and it helps me um, in the most out of everything because. What they say about me, you know, is something that someone can find out from a third a third party that doesn't know me. So, um, you know, sending those out, no matter what, no matter if it was a bad deal or a good deal, uh, just Zillow, and uh, we use Real Satisfied, which is cool. You can send them a coffee afterwards too, and uh, you know, just send them out. <laughs> That's about it. That's warm. Now, let me hit that a little bit um, from a different angle, Puma, what you were just talking about, because people miss this, I think, way too often. And this business is such a psychological sale, right? People, it's an emotional buy. People like you and they trust you and they, they know you're good at what you do. And the issue is they figure this out in the first seven seconds, which we really go through a lot inside of our trainings. They know whether or not they like you, trust you, and they feel like they want to do business with you within the first seven seconds they meet you. They, they like your hustle. They, they feel the vibe and it just happens. So once you do your thing and you start talking with them and they realize that you don't have commission breath, you're not just after the money, you, you're a business person, you really do care. They like you. They bought you. They emotionally want you as part of this transaction. And so they bought with emotions, but that's not the sale. The people buy with emotions and they justify with logic. And the logic is, let me Google this dude. Let me go see if he's got, see if I can find him on his Facebook or on his Instagram. Let's see how real he is. Let me go on to Zillow. Let me type into him. Let me Google him, see what's going on. And that's the logic stack that validates their emotional desire to hire you. And what you've done well is when you go to Craig's point, you read all your testimonials and your reviews like, hey, this guy cares. Look at all these people say he cares. He's an awesome guy. We trust him. He's a hard worker. And it's a consistent theme. And then they feel comfortable. Now they see it. They scroll through your feed real quick. They see just listed, just sold, just listed, just sold. Plus they like you. Plus they trust you. Plus you got good reviews. It's a nail in the coffin. It's done. It's over. Right? So too many people forget about that part. And they just kind of think that their, their dazzling salesmanship is going to do it. That's going to do it from the emotional perspective to think that they want to hire you. But that's not going to get them to sign the contract. Because they're going to do that when they're not in front of you. And that's their back end justification to do I want to follow my instinct, which is to trust this guy. And when the background shows that you should, then you get the information. Then you get the text saying, dude, send me the paperwork. We're in. Big, big, big difference. Big difference. Trust. trust. (laughs) So for those who are watching this that are not doing 50 deals, because you'll you'll be north of 50 deals this year, which is so commendable, especially during a, a pandemic. Um, shelter in place scenario for the last couple yeah. of months here. So for those agents who are watching that aren't doing this one, what's your advice? What are the things like, what, what's the X factor? What do you need to do to, to kick it into gear for yourself? Big part is trust yourself. You know, um, nothing, nothing is impossible is, is what I tell myself all the time. You know, if, if you got a $5 million listing that you call and someone wants you over, do it. Be yourself. You know, uh, don't don't focus on on getting the product. Focus on becoming, you know, a friend. Becoming uh, 
someone that they can trust, you know, in a way is, is really something that I could, I could share that, that helps me. And, um, um, don't ignore your clients, <clears throat> you know, <laughs> Answer your phone. Uh, use them, give them gifts, you know, cars, whatever it is, stay in touch. And, um, and, and spend money for your business. Whatever money you make, make sure there's a percentage that goes towards your business because if you don't turn that around, it, it won't turn around for you, you know? And I've seen that a lot, that I do spend money and um, it doubles when it comes back. So uh, that, that's that's probably the biggest part. Well, that, that's that's awesome. And when we before we went, we turned the, the camera on for this day, we were talking. I think the biggest thing that I'm impressed that what you learned at 23 is that right now you're trading hours for dollars, right? We talk about this a lot. And you're, you're putting in the hours to get the dollars, but you're doing it to make the dollars go to work. Right. So when you, when, you take, when you make 20 grand on a deal and you make that a down payment on a duplex, right now that 20 grand is working while you're sleeping. Right. That's what created that duplex. So that is such a huge point. And I'm very impressed that you've been able to do it um, at, at 23. And I hope this serves as an inspiration for everybody who's watching. So the ultimate goal is to not trade your, your hours for dollars. It's to make your dollars multiply themselves. Um, that doesn't require your hours to make that happen, right? That is the biggest issue on that one. So I love it. I just think it's a great new perspective. Puma, final words? Wrap I think I hope, I hope everyone just takes away from, from Martin that your ambition has to match your actions. And when those two things align, you're in good shape. When they don't, you're in trouble. Um, and he's proved that when those things align, though, you can really accomplish anything. And, you know, 23 years old, 25 deals, 24 deals in five months, it's not, it's not a common thing that you'll find in this industry. So I hope they take that away. Yeah, Craig, and I are trying, Craig, Craig and I are trying to find a little cloning machine that we're just going to kind of shove you into, so. <laughs> If you see us showing up with a box, that's what it is. <laughs> final words from you. Uh, um, final words from me or Craig? Or Craig first, and then we'll have, have right. you wrap it up. No, I'm just, I'm super impressed and very thankful you're with the company. You really are. Kathleen loves working with you. I've never had one client complaint about it. You're super professional in everything I've, I've been associated with you with. Um, your future so bright. I, I want to help you a little bit more. I want to talk to you about what you're spending because I would help you evaluate that a little bit. Because it sounds like you're spending a lot on your business, and let's make sure that's paying you off properly. Yeah. Well, thanks. Cool. Well, I can say if you've got anything else to say, I just want to say I think this is really valuable. I think this has a lot of things people need to hear right now, and just kind of give them that little hump to just get that drive, get that goal, and really just, just go talk to people. Be real. What I love, and Puma and Craig, we see this consistent theme through all the top producers. It's not about the money, man. It's about providing a service and, and being a trusted friend to guide them through something they're going to do anyway, but they're just thankful at the end that you had their back and held their hand through the process. And the money just flows, and so does their sphere, and their whole world will just keep opening up to you as you do that. So you're a great testament to, to all that. So proud to have you on the team. Martin. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you, guys. We'll do. All right. I Thanks for watching, it. guys. Appreciate it. And Thanks. Keep it up. Happy Agent Podcast. Thanks, guys. Thanks for watching. Talk to you soon. Thanks, everybody. Bye. One. 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 One shot. Now the future is yours.